Hi, Mike here, and I want to talk to you about Boozy Jerky. You might have heard Big Ray and I talk about Boozy Jerky on the podcast or seen us post about it on our social media. Boozy Jerky is beef jerky infused with craft beer, and they have a variety of great flavors that you can get shipped directly to you. They've been awesome enough to give us a discount code to pass along to you and whoever you want to pass it along to after that. What you need to do is go to boozyjerky.com, pick out all the different beef jerky you want, add it to your cart. When you go to checkout, you use the code CBBL22. Again, that's CBBL22. And that's going to get you 10% off your entire order. And then you get craft beer infused beef jerky shipped directly to you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Craft Beer Bucket with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. Mike, do you no. Up? no. No. Now you can go. Go ahead. I was going to ask you. I don't know. Maybe now. Question. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't feel like sharing my Brick killed anymore. a guy. Brick killed a guy. Well, I'm sure the guy deserved it. <laughs> it's not every day it happens sir not every day it's it's not every day it's not so hey, Ray. For, for those of you who don't what well, yeah yeah can you can you start this podcast when you get going I, i'm i've been trying I, i've been stymied carry on it, it happened I, i'll try i'll try you can start I'll right try. now <laughs> thank you you have my permission. I don't believe you. I, I don't think this is going to stop. Go ahead. <laughs> so I just, in case people haven't seen the Anchorman, Brick is a character in a movie and no one really died. So uh, we don't reference. know that. We do not know that. In the, in the Anchorman universe, he could have killed somebody. In the Anchorman universe. <laughs> the Anchorman multiverse. Is that what? Yeah. Yeah. Said? Okay. Okay. I make I make no promises that Brick did not kill a guy in the Anchorman universe. <laughs> the Anchorman enough. cinematic universe. <laughs> wow, what what a tangent this beer podcast took. We haven't <laughs> even started. We haven't even started yet. Yeah. So, Mike, do, do you ever sit up late at night dreaming of hot wings? Uh, I don't, I don't know if I sit up late at night dreaming of hot wings, but I have. So another tangent, my favorite hot wing place here is called daddy's smack and wings. And they posted a thing that they're, they're hiring some people, right? Like, like many people around right now, they're, they got some help wanted signs anyway. So I shared it, you know, on, on social media. Uh, and I thought about hot wings for like two hours after that. <laughs> I was just like, Oh man. And like, so was, I was at work today, right? And I just, I couldn't leave, you know, even if I wanted to, I couldn't leave. So, or I did want to, and I couldn't go. That's what I meant to say. Right. I'm with you. So and their wings I are guessed, good. I've been there with you several times and their wings yeah. are, are pretty, they're, they're bussing. Yeah. They're bussing. I heard today or not today. I, I don't know why I said today. I heard recently that if you're white, you're not supposed to use the word bussing. Really? Yeah. I, hmm. you know, I, and I don't, so I just want to apologize. I don't, I don't know what's cool. Let's be honest. Yeah. I'm too I, old to know I, what's cool. 
I think I'm an all right guy. But if we're not supposed to use the word bussin, I apologize. Hmm. I mean, I hear the kids saying it. But yeah, I just, I mean, somebody, somebody told me you're, you're, you're an old white guy. You're not supposed to use the word. It's for the young, younger non-white folks. I, you know what? I'm going to look it up. Wouldn't that be on Urban Dictionary, like, uh, you think? I, I would assume so. I would assume so. Bussin. Okay, popped right up. When something is really good, it usually refers to food. Okay. Let's, but it doesn't say anything about... Uh, man, that was really bussin. Your mama cooks good. Okay. Her food is bussin. I don't know. It doesn't say anything about who should use it, but it definitely is in the Urban Dictionary. We should probably st- start this podcast and talk about actual beer. So, yeah, maybe we should try that. We're four minutes, uh, almost four minutes in at this point, and not hey, a word cool. about beer. And this is a beer podcast about beer. It is a beer podcast about beer. That's, yeah. that's a very accurate statement. So, I'm going to let you start. Go ahead. All right. So uh, anyway, I I was up late the other night thinking about hot wings, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> and God, I drank that's... some beer as a result of that. And it's like, oh, my gosh, I don't okay. know what to do about this. It was too late to get some. I'm like, what pairs really good with hot wings? It's like beer. Yeah. A nice Obviously. cold lager. Uh, I don't, I, at this point, I don't remember what I had. Kolsch. Kolsch. Quite oh, possibly a you know, it was Kolsch. Probably. I don't know. I had a few that night. Okay. Fair enough. But anyway, but hey, you know, this is uh, another IPA episode and we're bringing back a shared beer and we each have our own individual beer. So we're going back to our beer podcast roots. I'm excited for it, Mike. Why don't you tell the folks what we're, uh, before, before we talk about the beer, let me talk about our sticker sponsor. <laughs> yeah, that'd be all right. That would be all right. So yeah. Huge shout out again to the Craft Brewers Association of Oklahoma. They gave us a fat, fat stack of stickers to give out to support the Oklahoma Craft Beer Trail. Something I'm very excited about being a resident of Oklahoma, being a person that frequents Oklahoma craft breweries. And so I think it's a good thing, man. Promotes tourism, brings folks into our state and uh, get them to try our yummy beer. So I I love those programs. Again, we're supporting... Oklahoma Craft Beer Trail. And uh, to get your grubbies on these stickers, send us a DM on social media within seven days of the release day of this podcast. And Mike will get them to you in the mail with some Craft Beer Bucket List stickers. And if you're really lucky, you'll get a hand signed note sent to you and only you because you're It'll have a little heart on it. A little heart. That's cute. I like Mike. Yeah. I love that. So you can, yeah, you can follow. Uh, so the Oklahoma Craft Brewers Association on on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. They're at Craft Brewers OK. So check them out. Check them and out. Then, yeah. Hey, I got a question for you, Ray. If somebody says, "Hey, I'm coming to Oklahoma," and you know, this is this is a, you know just an open question. It's not, not to trick you. But if somebody says, "Hey, I'm coming to Oklahoma," what's the one thing I should see in Oklahoma? What What would you say it is? Ooh, that's tough because there's a lot of cool things. Surprisingly, a lot of cool things here to see. Yeah, but so um, what's one thing? You know, I, you know, I would say Woola Rock. 
Oh, okay. Wooler Rock. Um, and what is this? for folks out there listening? What's Wooler Rock? So Wooler Rock is it's. I mean, I know, but others may not. Right. So I mean, it's it's a handful of things. It's got a, a Native American uh, museum on the property, uh, which is also a nature preserve. And there's kind of an outdoor recreation area uh, that goes along with it. So you've got some nice scenery, you got some cool animals, um, and a museum. So there's a lot, a lot to do there. Yeah, and it's everything Oklahoma it talks you know, about. Mr. Phillips, the guy that started, uh, you know, big oil company here. Um, yeah. So you can learn a lot of Oklahoma and energy history uh, while you're there as well. So it's a, a lot, a lot to do. I think it very it's it's just Oklahoma. It encompasses all things Oklahoma in one spot um, sure. near Bartlesville, near Beeville. I think if I was, you know. Somebody asked me that question. I'd probably say the Oklahoma City bombing memorial. Um, I hadn't lived in Oklahoma, but for like I don't know a month and a half when the Oklahoma City bombing oh. happened, right? And uh, and years later, I went to the memorial, and it was. I think we've talked about this before. It made me cry, and uh, it's really moving. But it's a, it's a it's really it's such a fantastic place, considering what. It is, you know what I mean? Like it is a fantastic place. And given the fact that it's, you know, memorializing, I don't know if that's the right word, um, commemorating, remembering, you know, the lives lost and the tragedy and all that. It's, it's just a touching place. It, you know, it's very moving, emotional. Uh, but that's one I would say, I mean, there's a whole list, like you said, there's a long list of stuff I would recommend too. Right. Right. But I would, I put that on my list. Okay. So let's talk about our beers. I mean, let's, Woo! Beer. Some serious content. Yeah, we got beers. Uh, so, folks, beer. like Ray said, we're going to be drinking uh, one beer each of our choosing, and then we're going to go back to our old format where we follow that up with a shared beer, meaning we were both drinking the same beer, giving our thoughts, and then making fun of each other. Uh, for round one, Ray's having the Walrus from Roadhouse Brewing. And where's Roadhouse, Ray? Roadhouse Brewing? In Jackson, Wyoming. Jackson, Wyoming. And I'm having a double dry hopped juicy bits from Weldworks Brewing out of Greeley, Colorado. Um, and after the um, after the break, we're going to be drinking a beer called Pulp Truck from Marsh Island, and we'll talk about that a little bit more. Uh, but for right now, I think we should break into these beers, sir. Let's do it. You want you want to crack a can first? I mean, what do you want? It's your choosing. Yeah, me or you? Yeah, go ahead. I want you to do it first this time. Okay. Let me get it over here. One, two, three. Dang. Dang, Gina. Let's see. Here we go. Sound pretty good. Thank you. Man. Dude, you'd love this beer. This, this is this. I think this is a Ray beer. Oh yeah, yeah, it's good. No, it's really good. Um, so it's kind of. I mean, like a. I tell you what, I'm getting out of it. I think I'm getting some peaches. Are you serious? It's got like a peach pineapple flavor about it. What? Wow. I'm telling you, this is a, this is something you could get in a smoothie. The, the flavor now, the 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 body is like a medium body or whatnot, but 
I really wish we could be in the same place right now. Here's a, in case someone's listening for the first time, like I'm recording yeah. from my home studio in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. And Mike is uh, in his home studio in Dardanelle, Arkansas. Woo-hoo. So we utilize the, the power of the interwebs yeah. to uh, record live together. But, dude, I've got a hazy IPA with peaches and tangerines. So really? like we both, yeah. So oh, man. You, you and I both picked a random beer out of our collection for this, an IPA. Yeah. And then uh, we settled on, you know, our, our shared beer. But what are the odds of us both picking out a hazy with peaches? You know that, you know, the little fruit cup you get where it's got like, it's got peaches, pears, cherries, and some pineapple and stuff. Oh yeah. Love those. Yeah. So this, this is like getting a little piece of pear peach and a little piece of pineapple at the same time a little bit i mean it's got a few other things going on in it but like that's i'm getting it quite a bit well, this is this is tasty so i'm drinking um double dry hopped juicy bits from Weldworks, um and they said it's dry hopped with citra mosaic and eldorado hops so it's good and uh, Weld Works is out of Greeley, Colorado. Uh, it's in Weld County, Colorado, so I didn't know that. But you can check them out at Weld Works Brewing on Facebook and Instagram. And it's uh, Weld and then W-E-R-K-S, Weld Works. Mm. Ray, you should, you should grab this beer at some point in your life. If I get, if I get the opportunity, I would love to. That, is this it sounds so good. I guess this is, some, is this something I picked up or did, did you get it for me? I uh, no there's a chance I, I got that one for you. I mean, we get each other a lot of beers. Like, honestly, unless we just stay on top of the spreadsheet. You um, know what I need to do? Even then, could, yeah. Go ahead. No, because like, at some point, you just don't keep track. At any given time, I've got 100 beers. You know, I know you've got a collection like that. And I don't always yeah. remember what I picked up in my travels, what you sent to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, uh, ah, yeah. I, I have a mad stack of beer. Yeah. Um, well, and I also, I mean, like you do, I, I have beer trades with a f- few other folks. And uh, I do I do not a good job at identifying, you know, if somebody sends me a six, six pack uh, selection of beers, I need to, I guess I need to start writing on it who I get it from because I just don't remember. Right. So I've got, you know, kind of like you, we've got a handful of folks we trade beers with. And man, I don't know. This is really good. I'm wondering if, uh, I don't know. Anyway, if, if you, <laughs> you know, if you're the one that sent me this beer, I apologize for not remembering. However, I want to say thank you because this is tasty. It's like yeah, a white man, that. like boy, white boy mimosa. Oh, there you go, and that that says a lot because uh, you are admittedly typically not an IPA guy, not your preferred style, right? This uh, is so not whatever. bitter. This is not bitter like I thought it would. Like you know, like you got a you know a bitterness to IPAs, right? Yeah. So think about like the double. I mean, the, the double, yeah. right? And the doubles and the triples. You know, as they crank up the ABV, uh-huh. the bitterness goes down, makes it much more palatable palatable yeah. for folks who don't like that bitter punch in the tongue yeah well so i mean but it's not a double it's a double dry hopped oh but double not, dry hopped okay yeah My but bad. it's I not it was let's see, what, let's see what the abv is on this where is it at where is it at abv 15.9 no i'm just kidding 
Uh, I don't oh see it. Oh my gosh, it's like Imperial level. Yeah, it's, it's not accurate. Okay. Oh, 6.7. Sorry, there it is. 6.7? Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's on the edge. I'm on, on the, the edge. edge. The edge. The edge. So this walrus I have, I mean, it's yeah, just let's a talk hazy, about it. Yeah. hazy IPA. It's it's banging 8.3%. Yeah, that's pretty. So it's, it's up there a bit. That's pretty banging. Yeah. And uh, dude, uh, this uh, I bet is very similar to your to yours. Um, drinks uh-huh. kind of like a smoothie, uh, where it's definitely got a uh, a hoppy backbone. Uh-huh. Right, it's definitely there. The hoppiness is not the star of the show. This is very citrus forward. Now uh, they did a very good job playing on the peaches and tangerines, so it's very sweet, very citrusy. Uh, you get some of those lemony, you know, lemongrass type notes. I'm not getting any pininess out of this, so it really makes it more just focused on on the hazy. Very nice mouthfeel, but dude, it's it's yeah. good. Like this is such an easy easy drinker. Like this is dangerous. Um, it comes in a pint can, and it's north of eight percent. So you drink two or three of these, likely you're gonna you're gonna be feeling pretty good. Try to sing some random random karaoke, yeah, um, where there's no karaoke going on, yeah. That's okay. That happens. That happens sometimes. Yeah. The you know it's when is the best time to sing karaoke, Ray? Anytime you feel like it. Yeah, that's that's the best answer. So I agree. <laughs> like um, yes is the answer, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, I got to tell uh, you, Mike. I yeah. went to uh, my local watering hole over the weekend. Which so is free plug, free plug to a spot called Potbellies, Broken Air, Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. I live like a quarter mile from there. It's like literally just it, you know, you get to the main road from my neighborhood and it's like bam, right there. And uh they had yeah. a a little toga party. And I felt bad because uh, people that showed up wearing togas were employees. <laughs> but the place is packed out. And they had karaoke there, which they only do on special events. And yeah. I had to sign up and sing, dude. Like I haven't done karaoke in so long. And it was so oh, much there you fun. Go. Yeah. Okay. So I like, Man, I miss karaoke. It was a good time. Well, I and mean, what did you sing? So I uh, went with uh, with some friends, um, and I wound up uh, with some singing B fifty two's Love Shack with some friends of friends. <laughs> How come that is such a staple for karaoke? I, I don't know. So uh, they were. It was. This is going to sound bad. These were individuals that were older than I was, and a I'm lot of the songs sorry. that they knew, I I had never heard of. Yeah. And so I'm like, so, okay, what's a song we could do that we all know? And I suggested that one. Yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, we love that. And I'm like, who? Of course. And then uh, and then You're I like, sing of course a song you did your old uh, fogies. Yeah. <laughs> we love that. I knew it. That's why I picked it. It's like Elvira. Right? Got to pick Elvira every now and then. Elvira. Yeah. Ba-boom, I mean, boom, 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 boom. Oh, if you're yeah. in a country bar, like with anybody over the age of like 45, you got to sing. Somebody's got to sing Elvira. It's like the requirement. So it's kind anyway, of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. And uh, then I sing a song called uh, Tomorrow by Silverchair. Oh, I know you like Silverchair. I've heard that before. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. that was a lot of fun, man. Word. Word. So there was a lot of 90s grunge going on. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's like, oh, man, I know I'm getting older, 
um, when that starts coming up at karaoke, you know, these type <laughs> songs. Uh, it's a it's a type of you know spot. You, you get some younger folks that kind of come in and out, but typically it's 35 and up that go here. So I like it. It's, yeah. it's a very safe place, mostly pretty chill. Some some hooping and hollering. But and all the times I've been there, nothing ever crazy has ever gone down. So that's kind of my speed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, you've been in there with me a couple of times. You know yeah. how it is. Yeah. It's a sketchy place. No, just kidding. It's not. Yeah, not at all. But it's fun so, to say that. Anyway, that, yeah. So that came up. Sorry, random. I don't know how we got on the karaoke tangent, but no. Um, it happened, Mike. Uh, you know what? The, the best part about this is this is a good segue because we need to rate these beers and pair them with a song, right? Oh, we do. Absolutely. So, uh, so I think that it's, it's a, so anyway, with your Before beer. Before we well, do that, Mike. Oh yeah, go tell ahead. Tell me about your can art. Tell me about your can art. So I'll we be completely honest, uh, is I'm not a big fan of this can art. Um, the, the beer is fantastic and it's going to get a good rating for me. The so the the, the label on if you if you kind of like look at the main part of the label the front of the label and you turn it to the left it's got brewed and canned by Weldworks Greeley Colorado and it's got their information as far as contact the government warning and all that I think that design is really well done and uh, it looks like they got like a like a steam automotive kind of thing going on but like the the the, the main front of it it's just a bunch of hop cones um, going up and down and if couple different colors there's it's not bad but there's nothing that makes this beer stand out if i hadn't heard about Weldworks through the grapevine so to speak this beer would not have stood out to me so uh I, i'm not trying to put them down but because the beer is fantastic but there's i'm not a big fan of the artwork can't art uh, what about you hey, yeah that's fair so i like i like mine um it it strikes me as odd honestly we have a beer called the walrus. There's a cool picture of a walrus on the front of the can and he's yeah. smoking a pipe like an old, old, old man tobacco pipe. Sure. And it's got some cool little, uh, kind of modern esque designs like retro cool, I guess you could say designs in the uh -huh. back. Um, to me, the artwork totally fits what I've seen when I visited Wyoming, but it's like, there's a walrus in Wyoming. Yeah. And it's like, hmm, you know what I mean? But it, it's cool. It's just a cool can. Yeah. Um, so I, I like it, but that that's what it is. And I like the font type that they used on this. Uh, it, it's, it's just cool, man. Cool. So well, I, I mean, I like yeah, it. yeah. I, I don't want to be too mean. Like, you know, you never know what the intention. There, there's a lot that goes into that, right? It's just... For me personally, th this isn't can art that I would gravitate. You know, like I see it, I'm like, eh. Sure. But the beer inside of it speaks of a different story, sir. Right. So, and Mike, I tell you, I, I got to read this. Yeah, I got to read this. Um, it's it's on the can. It's it's very it's very unique. The the diction that's used here, and I I, I like it. So some serious wordsmithing here. Yeah. So I hope I can do yeah. it justice. It says, a journey shown by path unknown revealed within a dream. The way began a lizard man with eyes of crystalline. Drink this, he said, poured frothy head. 
and wandered on downstream. My mind transfixed from lizard licked as trail began to sway. Then toothy beast, the bind's dear priest, appeared a wrinkled gray. I have for you a cloudy brew, his countenance astray. I did my bid and blazed my lid, then handed back his stein. Through haze of smoke, once more he spoke, of terpene-laced lupine. Upon your tongue will hash be hung till sirens still your mind. To be continued. It's pretty good. Have you ever done an open mic? Um, I have not. Yeah, maybe you should. Maybe I should. Maybe you should. But I, I I like that though. It's like, man, they told us just I, I like that. It's just very unique. It's classy. It's just yeah. I don't know, dude. But kudos to whoever wrote that. Um it it made me feel good on the inside when I read that. No doubt. Well, no doubt, dude. I like it. I I'm I'm in. And so I uh, as cool. I look through other other beers, I'm 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 browsing about the the Roadhouse Brewery website right now. That's roadhousebury.com, by the way. And uh, this is the only beer I've seen that has any sort of... Oh, nope. Nope. I just... uh, I found another one. So, I want to read this one too, Mike. Do you you mind? No, no. Go ahead. I mean, I'm just hanging out, dude. (laughs) So, uh, I'm looking... I don't believe this one rhymes at all. Maybe a little bit, but this is interesting. And this is a, their beer called the Vixen. It's a Fodor aged for 14 months, finished in single oak casks for three months. Um, so this is an Oud Bruin. Oud Bruin. Oh, so it says, right. what graces your palm is a quirky, kooky, kinky, cockeyed, crazy, <laughs> okay. peculiar, far out, off the wall indulgence of a thing. It's a clash between the unconventional the untamable, the unrelenting, and the undeterred. It's frucky, freaky, greeky. It's a weirdo with a beardo. In a world wrought oh, with the customary, the orthodox, and the expected, this beer has run out of give a shit. And you recognize this because you've seen it before. Everything's overlapping, the future and the past thing. What comes next will be decided between you and it will be exactly how it's supposed to be. All right. Why is this fun to read? Like this it's is poetry, dude. I mean, it's great. It's very entertaining. I, I like this. I like this. Yeah. This is this is part of what I love so much about craft beer, dude. And just the whole yeah. scene is you get stuff like this. Dude, so kudos, kudos to Roadhouse Brewery, man. Like this is this is my first um, engagement with any of their brews. <laughs> And I'm a fan. I'm totally glad I stumbled on this and I picked it up because I'm a fan. Maybe maybe we should get into like uh, beer poetry. Beer, yeah, because because why not, right? We should know. We should do, we should find a, a classic poem of some sort and read it while we're drinking beers, and then rate the beer. Season five idea right there. There you go. Like oh, beer man. slam poetry. I, I slam. What is slam poetry? Is it just? Isn't that like freestyle poetry? Kind of, I guess. Okay. Maybe. Did you ever? What was I, it on HBO? Some years ago, they had 
like Def Jam? Is it was that yeah, slam poetry? I don't I don't know. I never saw it, so I can't say. Like uh okay. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I filmed that. I don't know, Ray. Movie. Hey, don't pick on me. I don't know. I, 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 it's all right. It's all right there, bro. You can just, just take a breather. You're good. You're good. Always making fun of me. So, but anyway, um, song pairing and rating. You want me to go first? Uh, yeah, why not? All right. Oh, so sorry. I'm going to give yeah, this, go ahead. I'm going to give this beer an 8.5 out of 10. It's so crushable, so citrusy, dude. This is, I, I think this would be a gateway beer to folks who are afraid to try IPAs. Um, I assume yours is, is similar to the way you talked about it, but it's so easy to drink. Uh, it's, it's medium bodied. It's just, it's just it, I don't know, man. It's just very crushable, very sessionable, very citrusy, and just delicious. So I've killed my pint can already, and uh, I didn't even realize it was just so easy to drink. Yeah. So big fan. Dang. Well, um, so you gave it 8.5, but you need a song. I do need a song. Yeah. And for whatever reason, um, oh my gosh, I'm trying to think of who, who sang this. Oh my gosh. I, I'm hearing the lyrics in my head. Yeah, Are I'm, you going to pick drops eye. of Jupiter again? No. Oh my gosh. Don't don't say that. That's a great song. You said it like this. Give me a break. That's a good song. No, it is a good song, but it doesn't fit this beer at all. So uh, here it is. The, the name of the song is One Week, and the band is called Bare Naked Ladies. Okay, yeah. I'm sure you know that song, dude. That was a, a totally a huge thing when we were in high yeah. school. Yep. But okay. I, I think it was just a, maybe some of the verbiage that I read. Just kind of different. Yeah, very unique. The song yeah. is called One Week, but that totally yeah. popped in my head. By the Bare Naked Ladies. Yep. All right. No, that's cool. All right. So I'm going to get, we, we're about to get take to a break. So I'm going yeah, to get through this. Um, I had the double dry hop juicy bits from Weldworks Brewing out of Greeley, Colorado. Um, I think it tasted great. I got a lot of uh, peach and pineapple out of it. Uh, and m- maybe a little bit of, uh, you know, you know, some, some other, fruitiness in there like maybe a pear or apricot or whatnot but it's you know the peach and the the pineapple came through for for me quite a bit and i really liked it i'm gonna give this beer a nine out of ten um it kind of wowed me i'll be honest kind of wowed me dang all right i love it so this is a beer that i could definitely like uh you know like if you're taking a lady out to brunch uh and you're like hey you know she's getting a mimosa this is a beer you could have and like you know, you could drink it while you're having brunch and chilling and all that. Right on. Um, Good brunch beer. Very cool. Absolutely. It's an absolutely beautiful and tasty brunch beer. Um, the song I'm going to pick is, and I don't know why, it just kind of came to me, is Lean On Me by Bill Withers. That classic, like I think it's like, uh, it's in the 70s, I think, like early 70s. Yeah. But Lean On Me. So I'm going to pick that one. That's the song I'm going to have. So. Anyway, both good beers, man. Both good there beers. There you go. Um, we're going to take a break real quick, Ray, but after that, we'll come back and we'll drink the pulp truck from Marsh Island Brewing and uh, talk more trash.
Hey, Mike, you like craft beer, right? Yes. You probably also like the outdoors too, right? Also, yes. Yeah, same here. So does our friends at parksandpints.com. Yeah, so the, the Parks and Pints is a nonprofit that collaborates with breweries to raise funds for parks and conservation research. And that's super cool. That is super cool. And if you are into all that as well, be sure to check them out on social media and their website, parksandpints.com. That's parks, the letter N, pints.com. And boom, just like that, we're back from a quick sponsor break. Thanks for hanging out. We appreciate you guys. And now it's time to move on to our shared beer. Yeah. I'm excited for this one, Mike. Yeah, so this, what we're going to share is Marsh Island Brewing, their Pulp Truck IPA. It's at 6% ABV. Uh, And this is a beer out of Maine, sir, Orno, Maine, because you taught me how to say that. Orno, right. Maine, and this is brewed with lactose. So uh, mm. I'm expecting big things and great things from this from this brewery, from this beer. Yeah, so I'm excited. So, this is a beer I've had right out of the tap um, in Orno, Maine, at the brewery. Uh, so I'm excited to yeah. drink some more of this, and I'm excited to uh, to have brought one back for you to drink with me, dude. Yeah. Well, hey, you want to open your beer first since you're the one that got it? Yeah, man. Right now, three, two, one. All right. Man, I just hit my mic, so I apologize. But ready? One, two, three, three, two, one. Man. Oh. Ooh, buddy. So good. So good. So, so good. Wow. I get a lot of citrus out of the smell. Citrus, orange, lemon. Man, okay. Let's see. Right away, you can tell it's brewed, brewed with lactose, how it sits on the tongue. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's like so creamy, dude. So, so good. It's a little thicker than I thought as far as the body goes. You know, something that some some of these lactose beers is, that, you know, they, they come across a little too sweet sometimes, and that's not what I'm looking for. This one's a little bit on the sweet side, but it doesn't overdo it, I, don't, I guess is what I would say. Whew, okay. It's, it's got a, it's got a strong, I mean, like, It's got, I'm getting pineapple on the aftertaste of this. So it's got like a orange tangerine kind of flavor up front. And then, um, as I, as I progress through the, the, through the drink, it kind of pops a little pineapple there. It's kind of nice, right? 
Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, this is a different beer. Pretty unique. Uh, I don't know if I've had anything like this that I can remember. It's got a lot going on for it. I mean, so how are you feeling over there with yours? Dude, I love it. Like, I knew I was going to like this going in. Um, but I really like the the, the creamy mouthfeel to this. It's so smooth. Like, this is definitely one. You know, we talked about smoothies on our, on our first beers mm-hmm. on the first half of the episode. But this, it's uh, next level, man. And really, I think it speaks to the the added lactose. Yeah. And just next level smooth, man. It's creamy. Very much reminds me of those little orange push pops. Yeah. What, what do you think? No, I could get that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's like an adult push pop flavor. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I, I could dig it. I'm doing some very slow sip. The slow sip. Yeah. Slow sipping, sir. Mm. I like it. It's a good beer. It is a good beer. It's a, it's a very good beer. Hmm. I'm trying. You know what? I'm trying to think if I, what I've had that would be similar to this, and I can't think of anything. Also, it's just you know when you have so many beers, and I'm not trying to like brag or you know whatever. It's like you had quite a few, and then sometimes it gets harder to to remember which ones were distinct if you've had oh. it more than you know a while back or whatnot. Oh, sure. So I don't know. It's like, did, does that ever happen to you? I mean, it, it maybe where you're at in Arkansas, it's not like there's a ton of breweries just close to you. But I get that a lot in Tulsa. People will talk to me about a certain beer from a brewery. Um, and it's like, you know, I think I've had that one. But yeah. I'm with you. I've had so many beers. I don't remember all of them. I don't remember all the names that go with the style from that brewery. I just I don't. Right. And then I feel bad because I feel like it's expected of me because I talk about, oh, yeah, I have a beer podcast. But, dude, my brain only has so much capacity. And after a couple thousand different right. beers, you can't remember them all. You just can't. Right. And I remember, and somebody asked me recently, like, you know, like, why, why don't you put use untapped? And I was like, I, I used untapped for a long time. And it just kind of got to be a pain. So I stopped using it. Right. Uh, for a couple of different reasons. I, I, you know, you get it on untapped and people, you know, people that you know will friend you on there or whatnot, which is fine. But then you see some of their comments like, I'm not really a sour guy, so I gave this beer a one out of five. I'm like, that's not how you judge that, y'all. You know, this is this is right. not how you do it. You, you rate the beer according to the style, not according. If you don't like sours, why are you buying a sour beer? Sure. Right? Uh, it's like me, like when I do IPAs. Is it my preferred style of beer? No, but I try to rate the beer according to what it should be. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. It's a good representation and and it's a solid beer, good representation, good taste, good smell, you, you know, good mouthfeel and all that. You know, it's it's a seven or above. It doesn't matter if Mike is being snotty that day about IPAs or not. If it's a good representation of the style, it's gonna score well. Right. You know, and that, so anyway, that's what I didn't like about Untaps is you got a bunch of Yahoos on there that are like, you know. 
one out of 10. I'm like, well, obviously this be, you know, what's a one out of 10 Corona. <laughs> Corona is a one out of 10. Yeah, one out of 10. You know, we it's not your local. What's that? So we do one out of 10. Untapped is one out of five, right? Oh, so it, any one out of five is pretty much the same. The same you know what same beer is a one out of five? It's Corona. Corona. Yeah. Right. It's, it's not like your local well. breweries, Kolsch or lager or stout. I guarantee you it's better than that. And that's what I don't right. like. I've had, uh, there's only one beer that I remember giving a terrible rating to, and I'm not going to say what it was, but it was disgusting. It was disgusting. <laughs> but everything else, like, you know what? You, I've been to some breweries and you're like, this beer is just okay. But you know what? I drank it. I had fun. It tasted okay. And I moved on with my life. It wasn't disgusting. Right. You know what I mean? So anyway, I stopped using untapped. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but I, you know, I, even that, like, I'm sure you did the same thing. Like you just can't keep up. Like you'll have a beer, no. you're out with friends and you have a beer, you forget to log it anyway or check it in. Right. So I just gave up. You know what? I'm out here having fun. I'm drinking a variety of beers. I have a podcast with my best bro. We drink beers and we talk about it. I have a blast. Uh, I'm in it. I'm in it to get the experience, the smiles, the fun times, uh, not to have the most check-ins on an app. Right. That's my yep. that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Good job, Colin Ray. Oh, you got it. I did you got, got it. it. Yep. Okay. Anyway, so anyway, Nailed I think it. the spears. I think the I think the spears pretty good from Marsh Island. So you've been there. Tell us about the brewery a little bit. Yeah. So I mean, Orno is a college town, right? What um, college? Oh gosh, is, man, I'm gonna make somebody mad because I don't remember off the top of my head. I'm gonna say University of Maine. Um. So, are, are you are you googling it right now? Yeah, it's University of Maine, Orno. Orno. Okay. Hey, I got it right. Woo. Yeah. Um. I'm... So, but the brewery it's uh it's not huge by any means. I remember they had a, a, a decent outdoor space. Um, as you as you walk inside from the parking lot, like a nice little patio. And the night I went in, it was raining, so obviously nobody was outside. Mm-hmm. Um, there was probably room for, I would guess 80 to a hundred people on the inside. Yeah. Now they had a, a nice bar area, a little, a small L shaped bar. Um, definitely had a long end and a short end. And there were some nice, it very much reminded me of Maine, the, the tables and, and stools that they had in there, just like the real thick, heavy wood definitely looked, um, I guess you could say woodsy, okay. <laughs> right? Like it belonged yeah. out in the wilderness, just tight yeah. place. Sure. Now, just cool atmosphere. Um, there were a lot of stickers. They had, a, you know, the cooler door was right behind the bar where you see all the other brewery stickers and whatnot. And it was super cool. They uh, they let us put a craft beer bucket list sticker on the wall or the door. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome, man. We're repping in Maine. Um, so it just had a cool vibe. It definitely spoke to a younger crowd. Uh, yeah. To some degree, but there was a good variety of folks in there. And that's something I love about breweries because they're open and inviting to everybody, right? Even in a college town, it wasn't just a bunch of 21-year-olds being rowdy. Um, there were some younger folks in there. Um, mm-hmm. But for the most part, there were dudes and ladies uh, probably closer to my age range. And I'm, I'm 41. And so, But I had a conversation with most of the people that were in there. Um, and it was it was a good time. You know, and uh, it, I, I liked it. It fostered an environment where you could talk to a stranger, 
And then somebody that you're talking to introduces you to somebody else. And before you know it, everybody's talking to everybody. And it's just, it's a great time. Yeah. So Very good. Yeah. I definitely enjoyed myself in there. Well, um, what other beers did you try there? Do you remember? Uh, dude, I don't. I had, I remember I had two <laughs> flights and more pints than I should have. It was one of those instances where uh, I sat in my car in the parking lot for about an hour before I left to make sure I was good to drive. Um, yeah. You ever had those? You're still in there and it's like you cut yourself off. It's like, I'm going to drink some Absolutely. water for a while. Absolutely. Um, even there, I, I stayed in there till it closed and then I still waited another hour in the car before I left. Because nope, uh, my hotel yeah. was in Bangor, and uh, I think Orno was about twelve, maybe fifteen minutes, you know, in between. Uh-huh. And I'm like, man, I'm gonna wait till uh, I'm, g- I'm gonna burn some of this off to make sure I'm good. So, got to be responsible, right? Yeah. So, but yeah. no, I, I I did have more than I intended to, and then I got back to the hotel a lot later as a result because I damn sure wasn't gonna drive. Yeah. Now, I've done that, you know, like, uh, you, you kind of what I, the, the way I play it is, you know, one beer per hour and, uh, right. and, and when I say beer, um, I'm not even sure I would say a pint. I, if, if I have a pint, if I have a couple of pints, I'm, I'm there at least a couple hours before I'll try to, uh, meander home or whatnot. Uh, sure? I just, I, I just want to be so, I want to be ultra safe. Um, exactly. But it also depends on, you know, other factors like what I've done that day as far as eating, exercising and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I'll just say this when in doubt, I have one and I'm done. When right. in doubt, one and done. And I try to I try to make that my, in my motto. But uh, there's been a couple of times where, you know, you're, you're there, you're hanging out, you drink a few too many. And folks, don't drive. Get an Uber, ask for yeah. a ride, um, you know sleep on a buddy's couch if he lives close or whatnot. Cause there's been several times, even at your place, I'm like, uh, you know, we'll get back to your place after going out when we were younger, I slept on your couch. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely right. So man. absolutely uh, right. You know, that's, that's my PSA. Don't drink and sure. drive, but do drink local. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we mentioned that a, a time yeah. or two. Yeah. But anyway, it's just, no, you know, I want people to have fun. I just, I want to, I want to be safe. Be safe. Just please be safe. Is yeah, I went be, in just for a yeah. flight, a flight, yeah. 16 ounces. I'm a massive dude. I can handle 16 ounces and be just fine. Right. But I, I know I had well, apparently not. Flights no, I'm just kidding. Several pints. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, I, I think I got in there at like 730 or eight. Yeah. Right. And I, I closed it down around, I think it was 11. And I didn't drive home until after midnight. Yeah. So, because uh, they were cool. Like, I don't even think they, they bothered me. It was still raining when I went outside to the car. So, I just sat there for a while. I've got nowhere else to go. Nothing else is open. There's no Denny's up right. there that I'm aware of. So, it's like, well, let's just uh, play on Facebook and Instagram for a while, you know. Yep. Uh, but what do you do? Absolutely. Like, I wasn't hammered by any means. I didn't get sloshed. It's right. just, uh, it's like, Yeah. So I'd, I would rather air to caution, dude, get an hour less sleep than I expected and uh, be safe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, let's uh, give this beer a rating and pair it with a song yes. and get the heck out of here. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Uh, you want to go first or second or third? I want to go first and third. Okay, you go. 
No, so I'm going to give this. I'm with you on this. Uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a nine, nine out of ten. Ooh, yeah. I'm a huge fan, huge, huge fan of this beer. It's so creamy, so smooth, uh, so citrusy. Again, yeah. a beer with not a lot of of piney notes or or hoppiness. It's just so easy to drink. It's uh, it's just I really like it, dude. It makes me feel good to drink this. And you know, well, just that, a circle that makes me back. feel good that you're drinking it, right? And I, this is another one I like the can art. So Marsh Island, they've got this double diamond that's stacked. I think they they keep the, a very similar thing across all of their beers or all their can art. You'll see their logo. They may have one or two others that that don't really feature this. Um, yeah, but I, the pulp truck they've got like this smattering smear of orange going across the can with some tire tracks underneath it. So, you know, pole truck. It's an orange truck, uh-huh. whatever, right? Yeah. So I like that. Very simple. Um, very. I think it's good branding, good continuity. And uh, it's solid, right? It's not too busy, not too crazy, but I think it's just right. It's like the beer, yeah. just right. Nine out of ten. Boom. And I'm keeping it with, uh, this, I don't know, man, 90s grunge for me right now, I guess. Sure. Uh, but the song, Got You Where I Want You by The Flies. The flies like F L I E S, no F L Y S. The flies. F-L-Y-S. I think it's. Like, I think that's how they spelled it. Gotcha. I where I want you. Yeah, I'm gonna look okay. it up because maybe I spelled it wrong. You spelled it correctly. Nah, I mean, I. That's a band name. You never know. Well, while you're doing that, I'll give my review. How's that? Do it. Um, so, Marsh Island Brewing, uh, Pulp Chuck is an IPA at six percent ABV. Uh, out of Orono, Maine. Um, this is a this is a, a lactose IPA. Um, had a lot of good flavors about it. The mouthfeel, um, you know, was a little bit uh, a little thicker than I'd say. It's a medium body and all that kind of stuff. Uh, very creamy on the tongue. I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. So I liked it. Uh, this beer was good. Didn't dazzle me, but that you know, I'm not trying to put it down. It was good. It just wasn't for me. Wasn't anything that went wow. Um, so eight out of ten, and, and I'm going to pair it with Hootie and a Blowfish. Hold my hand. When I thought about this song, oh. I thought this is a because of the flavors of it. You know, if you've got a special someone in your life, this is a beer you could share back and forth because I think it's just that easy drinking. Like the flavors are are yeah. Good and not good enough. I don't, that sounds negative. The flavors are, are mellow enough across the spectrum that I think it it does well. Is what I'll say. Um, so I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten, and I'm gonna pair it with Hootie and Blowfish. Hold my hand because I thought about you know you know hanging out with your special someone. You hold their hand and you yeah. share a beer. So I like that's, that. That's, yeah. How about good that? Track. Yeah. How about that? And, uh, you know, I know the lead singer, uh, went on to do other stuff, but I really like Hootie and a Blowfish as a band. I thought they were pretty good. So oh, agree. you figure out the fly situation over there. Yes. It is spelled F L Y S the fly. It's gotcha. Where I want you, where I want you. Yeah. Is it gotcha or got you? Oh, you're gonna make me look. I mean, I'm just trying to make sure I got it right in my notes. Yep. Got you where I want you, or gotcha where I want you. Uh, 
It's got you where I want you. Okay. Now we know. Got you where I want you. All right. I got it down. So uh, you want me to review real quick? No. I got one more thing here. Nope. We're done. We're out. I do. I do, man. Got a one question, one question quiz for you, Mike. Oh, Lord. Sure. What 1990s movie, right? Lion King. No. No, what what movie from the 1990s um, had Got You Where I Want You by the Flies in its soundtrack? (laughs) I don't even know what the song is. Okay, so Uh, uh, can I get a hint? It's it was kind of a, a slasher flick. Oh, I have no slashers. idea. That's not my, my not my brand of movie. Um, okay, no, that's fair. Uh, hold on, Scream. No, you're, you're barking up the right tree with that. Um, so it's, it's but, close. Uh, yeah, Friday the Thirteenth or Jason of some sort. Nope, nope. Outside of um, hold on, uh, Blair Witch Project. Nope, because I believe it came out after that. Okay. Uh, hold on. 1990s. Yeah, it actually came out in 1998. Oh, okay. It was directed I, by David I, I, Nutter. I have no idea who that is. Uh, so it started Katie Holmes. Oh, okay. James Marsden. Uh, okay, Katie Holmes. You're gonna. I'm gonna know the movie, aren't I? You probably when you hear it, you'll be like, "Oh yeah, okay." Yeah. You probably have at least heard of it. I always thought Katie Holmes was so cute. No, oh, like I really yeah. did. I thought she was really cute. Like, uh, and then she married Tom Cruise. Yeah, I kind of ruined it. I think I want to watch this later tonight. I'm gonna be up late because I haven't seen this. Oh my in lord! For All right, tell me. Just tell me what it is. It's called Disturbing Behavior. Uh, I don't remember that at all. No. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. I mean, I, I mean, I believe you. I just don't remember that movie. Yeah. But that's, so. anyway, random. That's what I had. I'll shut up. Sure. No, that's right. It's all good. Uh, so let me recap. We had uh, we had three beers on the podcast. For round one, you and I each had a different beer. You had uh, The Walrus by Roadhouse Brewing. You gave it an 8.5 out of 10 and paired it with Bare Naked Ladies one week. I had Double Dry Hop Juicy Bits by Weldworks uh, out of Greeley, Colorado. Gave it a 9 out of 10 and paired it with Bill Withers' Lean on Me. And then after the break, you and I both had Marsh Island's Pulp Truck. Um, You gave it a 9. I gave it an 8. To me, that spells a solid lineup. These are both beers you got to try before you die. Both beers you got to be on the crap beer bucket list. And Mm. uh, Ray... Good job. Uh, you wanted an all you wanted an all IPA episode because you love IPAs and uh, you like making me, you know, grimace. But uh, actually, it turned <laughs> it turned out really good. I, you know, both of these yeah. beers were really well done. So uh, go Ray. I'll let you take us out, sir. Yeah, excellent, man. So uh, I'm glad you enjoyed yourself, Mike. I certainly had a great time tonight. I'm sure all of our listeners had a great time. And you know what would make our day better? It's going to be really hard. But give us that five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. And if you really, really, really want to make us feel special, get on Instagram and tag us in whatever beer you're drinking. Send us a picture, just whatever. We love to see those. We see a lot of y'all's beers. 
And that just makes my day. And uh, so anyway, if you're listening to us on Stitcher, Spotify, Google, Apple, Amazon Music, just wherever, thank you so much for tuning in. We, we get out to you guys all over the world, and that just blows my mind. I love, love, love it. And so what else I love? Peaches. They're delicious. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> Y'all didn't see that coming. But anyway, grilled, I'm grilled peaches. Oh, grilled pe- Oh, next level, bro. Next yeah. level. Yeah. But in any case, we'll talk about grilled peaches later on. Maybe right. I'll throw some on the Blackstone and put it on Instagram with the beer. I'm going <laughs> to drink while I'm cooking that. In any case, thank you so much. And always remember, please, please, please don't drink and drive, but do drink local. And we will catch you all on the next episode of Craft Beer Bucket List. Adios. Craft Beer Bucket List is partially supported by Red Dirt LLC. Red Dirt is a parks, recreation, and tourism services agency with the goal to provide the tools, information, and leadership to help guide, plan, and market your organization or business. Red Dirt provides media management, photography and videography, research and analysis, and overall management for excursions and experiences for your agency. Visit reddirt.us.